Uh, thank you for joining us today on the Diversify Speaker Series. Today I'm joined by my two executive board members, Carlos Alfonso and Maria Victoria Molina, uh, my co-directors for Diversity Leaders in Finance, our Diversity Focused Finance Fellowship. Um, Carlos and me worked this past summer at Logos Capital, a, sustainable a sustainability investment focused investment bank down here in Miami. Really great experience. Um, Maria was working at Ipsos. Ipsos, yes. great exposure. Um, next year, she'll be working at Goldman Sachs. Very, very proud. Very encouraged and supportive of that. Um, Goldman Sachs in their IBD division in New York. Um, so yeah, thank you for joining us today, both of you. Thank you so much for having me and having us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanna to touch upon, you know, like what it is the work that we're doing today, um, or just in general through this, um, this nonprofit organization, especially through this fellowship that we've started. Um, and, you know, I think it's also important to speak about, you know, your experiences, um, how has diversity impacted your life um, and your career? So um, maybe like I'll start like, you know, what is it that brought you to FSU, um, you know, over all your other options and, you know, how has that shaped your career? Yeah, so uh, obviously because of the situation in my country, there was no opportunities for me there and so I found about FSU because they had a campus there in Panama City so so my parents were uh, moving their company to Panama so I figured that it was a good option for me to get to know a little bit more about the culture in Panama get to know the country that is really growing and the economy is booming so I think it was a very good experience for me to go to Panama and do two years there and then come here to the US and finish my career here, my undergrad here. So um, I thought FSU was a really good place for me to uh, have my undergrad because I felt like the culture was really involving and like welcoming as uh, compared to other universities that I also looked at before uh, deciding on FSU. And I feel like uh, once being here, uh, the experience was everything that I thought it would be. Uh, before coming and I think uh, that FSU really prepares you for your career and it prepares you to really become a great professional in the future yes that's great yeah yeah speaking from my uh, I was born in Cuba but I lived in Miami most of my life and very end of high school I knew I wanted something in finance didn't exactly know what so when choosing college I chose an option that was very economically feasible, but still giving me a, a bit more of an influence. And FSU was that option rather than just staying in uh, in Miami, just to gain a whole new experience. And echoing what Maria said, FSU, it, it's the resources it gives you. It's especially true with the with the clubs that are that are available there. Um, Knowles on Wall Street Security Society is a great example. And, especially with the one that we, uh, Sebastian uh, founded, it, it filled a very important gap that we, that he felt was missing and I, and me and Maria agreed with him and um, we, we were happy to be brought on that one that mainly focuses on diversity because there's other clubs that just have a more holistic approach, more general approach. This one really drills down diversity, teaching you how to use it to your, to your most advantage when it comes to finance. Yeah. Yeah, just like piggybacking off that, like, um, you know, in the recent years, you're seeing, especially, um, I think, nationwide, but, you know, talking a little bit more micro, um, on the FSU scale, like, we're, most of the, uh, 
the greatest placements we've had so recently are you know diverse candidates i think that just like it shows how important it is that we really bolster these and you know create a much more robust pipeline for our diverse talent um because it's a lot different it's it's really different than um traditional recruiting Uh, traditional recruiting really takes place um you know like the summer before or the fall before that that um internship but i mean on the diversity side you're seeing like almost a year and a half in advance you're seeing diversity programs start up um i remember i applied to blackstone um in september two years prior to that 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 internship Mm -hmm. year so um it's it's very very advanced um and there's very there's ways to tailor what your responses are your personal brand let's call it um and approach and tackle these interviews a little differently than you would traditionally um if you're recruiting as a you know a white male white female um but yeah i think that's it's great this opportunity gap and you know i think that once we looked at fsu you know we we kind of look on a broader scale and we're not the only institution that kind of lacks these diversity initiatives. You know, um, there are schools that do, and the point is not to compete, it's to support. So we're trying to address these undergraduate institutions that have these diverse populations in them, and but they lack these diversity initiatives. So uh, we've been working with, you know, people from FAU, USF, uh, University of Texas, UGA, so we're working with a lot of these other schools that lack these initiatives, um, see how we can support them and, you know, get them aware also of these programs like SEO, MLT, Inroads, Hispanic Scholarship Fund. So, you know, that being said, I'd love to hear, you know, a little bit about, you know, both of you coming from very, very diverse backgrounds, you know, um, how has that kind of impacted your career search, what, what it is you wanted um, out of your career and, um, yeah like how you yeah. kind of see corporate america versus your own culture going in yeah and just touching other points you said we know those like diverse candidates are out there especially in those universities that are lacking we know they're out there it's just there, there needs to be a way for, to bridge the gap between getting an internship and them not knowing where to take their future but you know they have the talent exactly and yeah speaking a bit more to what you said so uh, you and me basically both started at the, around the same time in terms of what we we're going to pursue. And like, as we started improving our skills and gaining information, that sort of happened at the same time. So we had a similar experience, especially with like some of the clubs on campus that uh, it was more of a general experience from the perspective of a non-target school. But that's a little bit different for us because diversity candidates, there's a lot of resources that are out there, which we were told about, but still it's Still great to have an, organiz- an organization that would that is even more tailored to to diversity candidates. That's what we're trying to create um, because and, and the, the the most important thing was what you said about branding because about those resources that are out there about diversity it's kind of not enough even though there are like a lot of webinars really touching down on the branding and hitting that is one of the most important things because banks know that diversity is a resource. And you can be somebody who's taking advantage of it, but really understand the importance is extremely crucial when you're pursuing recruiting. Yes, 100%. I agree with Carlos on that. I feel like for me, I did not have the exposure at the right time about what 
uh, the corporate finance was and all of these programs and resources, I came into recruiting or diversity recruiting pretty late. And I remember telling myself through that time, like, why has this happened to me? Like questioning why, why did I learn about this so late or why, why everybody's like into the game or into the race and I'm like so behind but it was pretty mental and I just completely like reshaped my mindset and I was like you know what like okay all these people has done all this but like now why what have I done and how can I use this to like really build up my brand and instead of doubting your potential and doubting uh, because as a female coming into finance and coming into Wall Street and everything I feel like we feel misrepresented and I remember that when I was even doing recruiting people would see me like you know this Maria like she's from Venezuela but I would still get like those comments like you're not good enough like I can't give you like I don't know a recommendation because you don't have like all this on a resume or all the check ones that I need for me to really recommend you. And I'm like, you know, like, okay, I'm a female, I'm from Venezuela, I am diversity, but how can I use all of these things and transform it and really build my brand and really demonstrate to these institutions why diversity is really important and why you shouldn't feel like misrepresented or you shouldn't feel like held back because of your diversity and because of your culture. And I feel like it's really something that you have to believe in. And it's really something that I feel like if you believe in it, you can demonstrate people and people's gonna believe in it if you believe in yourself too. So I, that, yeah. I really think that it's something that diversity has really played a really important part of my life. And it's something that I'm proud of. And it's something that is part of my brand. And I'm never gonna be like, never gonna have the same doubts that I had at the beginning coming into this because I feel like you you have to leverage that. You have to use that diversity as, as showing why it's part of your story and why it's part of your identity and why you as a diverse candidate will bring another perspective and another way of solving a problem because of that culture and because of that exposure that you had prior to to recruiting and everything. So I feel like instead of using it as an excuse or seeing it as a problem, mm -hmm. uh, I feel like you have to really work with it and really portray it as a good thing and using it as an advantage because it is an advantage. And I feel like some candidates, especially me that I'm not an American, I cannot work here in the US. And I feel like having that doubt that because I can't do all of these things, I can't make it to the top. It's not the right mindset. And I feel like if you were in it to win it, you really have to use all of the things that you have in your portfolio and really leverage it and demonstrate that you have what it takes to make it, so. Yeah, exactly. I think it's really turning that into a positive, being able mm -hmm. to leverage your diversity. And, you know, instead of hiding and trying to like, you know, trying to conform with what is uh, the traditional picture for recruiting. You should be, you know, excited that you can go against the grain and, you know, be your own person. Be proud of, you know, the culture and your background and still being able to be successful in the financial industry. And it's very possible. Uh, you know, we are seeing so many different diversity programs pop up. 
uh, diversity candidates being very successful. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, you know, the proof there that it's possible to be able to do these kind of things. You just need to understand how to navigate it. And it's a, it's a lot different, like everyone was saying. Um, and you might, you know, feel discouraged because your background isn't, mm -hmm. you know, what, what everyone is, else's is. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys about maybe how you guys see these, you know, diversity recruiting, um, maybe progressing in the future and just in general, um, diversity, inclusion in, fi in the financial industry, how do you guys see it progressing and what, what changes would you like to see as well? Yeah, so I think I think I think it's a good thing that these banks and these financial institutions have these programs put into place where they give diversity candidates that feel discouraged to just going into finance because of their background the opportunity to really learn about uh, all these firms and learn about how they can leverage their potential and leverage this diversity and really embrace their culture, and I feel like as of now, because of everything that happened with the Black Lives Matter movement and everything, I feel like inclusion is gonna really grow, and especially for females in, in the finance world. I think it's gonna continue to grow, and I feel like firms are really opening up a lot about into diversity and hiring more diverse candidates and recruiting more diverse candidates, because I feel like it's not, it's not you know, diversity is not gonna be like, one thing more that you have to have on your list, like market as check. I think it's something that these firms are really looking for and they want to have this diversity candidates and these diversity professionals as part of their teams because they know that they can use this diversity candidates and really they can have a positive impact in the firm. And, you know, they have the same abilities and the same capabilities as any other candidate and as any other professional. So I feel like it's something that it's gonna grow in the future and it's something that banks are really looking for as of right now. Yeah, yeah that's 100% that's, that's true. It's definitely gonna keep going and because banks, they, they pretty much acknowledge that having a group of people from the same background that all think the same, it's gonna be substantially worse at solving problems. So they, they, they go for diversity, to focus on diversity candidates from different backgrounds that create this, this, this group of people in a team different environment that's just gonna solve problems better. And they do have all these programs. I, some banks are better than it, at it than others with like full like week long programs. Others just like maybe like a, a, an application for diversity candidates. Maybe in the future they all lean towards actual coherent diversity programs that target people. And ideally that's where like, that, that's like the best way to do it. Like. I, just speaking from my background, UBS was like probably one of the best ways to do it um, because they had that whole week-long program that they even had even though it was virtual. And yeah, hopefully, like Maria said, it's going to continue that way. There's no reason for it not to. And yeah, banks know how important diversity is. It's really just people understand that it's not just an attribute to have. You also have to understand how important it is to use a team manage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think I'll I'll uh, <laughs> I'll piggyback off what you're saying. I think um, a lot of diversity programs should model something. You know, not just like not trying to put UBS in any type of um, you know on a pedestal or anything. But I think, like you said, they did an amazing job of um, you know not just marking the checklist and um, 
just saying that we have a diversity program, but actually providing some type of a benefit to, to the people that attend. And, you know, the people that didn't walk away with offers can actually, you know, still say that they took something away from it um, and benefited Appreciate from it you. really well. Um, so with all this being said, um, I think it, we should, you know, talk about a little bit about what we're doing to address this. So, um, well, we are, we are the, um, directors on the executive board of Diversify Ventures, which is a diversity focused nonprofit that serves underrepresented minorities, uh, pursuing careers in entrepreneurship and finance through different verticals. So within the, our organization, we have the Diversity Leaders in Finance, which is a diversity-focused finance fellowship that works with these diversity candidates from undergraduate institutions that lack these diversity initiatives. And we, you know, we provide them personalized coaching. So from there, you know, we have you know, a multitude of different people that provide so many different backgrounds and so many different paths. I think we were talking about this a, a few days ago about how some of the people on our board our paths to success kind of differed a lot. Um, Maria, uh, for example, had a lot of success um, through, you know, just hitting the ground and networking. Um, and, and, you know, she hit the top of the top with that kind of stuff. Um, and for myself, it was a little bit of the 50-50 game. I played um, a lot with diversity programs um, and I applied to a lot um, to get a lot of exposure through there and get on the radars of there. Um, and I walked away with, you know, being admitted to nine different diversity programs this past semester, which was able to give me so much exposure to different firms, see the culture that I like, and, you know, also being able to um, communicate um, with different people that I probably would have never had the chance to otherwise. Um, and I, I was able to make great connections with different people from other firms. Um, so we have personalized coaching you know, we provide the extensive knowledge and the resources from, you know, not only our, you know, thought talent, but also resources that we've been building up from different diversity programs that we've been part of from different um, groups and clubs that have been able to donate and provide us with different resources um, to be able to tailor to each career track, um, you know, whether it be investment management, investment research, investment banking, um, alternative investments, we have resources for all of it to provide that success plan and that game plan and make it. Um, and then one of the most important things I think about um, this group is to provide a community of like-minded peers. I think that, you know, being a diverse candidate, not only is just um, going in with that diverse mindset, but you also need to have a support group. You need to have people that also are going through the same trials and tribulations and going through the same path that you are because I think it's a lot different when you are going traditionally and you are the only diverse candidate there. I think you need to have people that are just as like-minded that are part of programs like Diversity Leaders in Finance and are also going and being part of national-based programs like SEO, MLT, Hispanic Scholarship Fund, Inroads. So you build up that network and you have a, a close-knit group as well within Diversity Leaders in Finance. And then lastly is you know just the access and preparation that we're helping you through diversity recruiting. As we've said, it's a lot different than traditional recruiting. It's a lot more accelerated. Behaviorally, you need to be on a different level to be able to ask these questions. It's a lot more behaviorally based rather than anything. And they just want to see uh, a different type of um, candidate when it comes to this kind of stuff. So, you know, we have the success models. You know, we have the proof. 
um, to help you guys um, in the guidelines. So we just want to be able to provide all these things to you guys um, as being part of our, our fellowship. And so, you know, with that being said, um, I'll, I'll let you guys speak on anything else that you guys think is um, supportive or anything else we can provide um, through this group. Yeah, so I want to touch a little bit about what you said, Sebas, about really surrounding yourself about uh, with like-minded people. I feel like I lacked that when I went through my recruiting. I did it all by myself. And I feel like really surrounding yourself with like-minded people really helps you through going through the process, like finish the process and really ar arrive to success. Because I feel like this group of people really support you. And uh, at the end of the day, it's a really good way to build connections and build relationships from early on. And I feel like it's really great if you surround with like-minded people, you become one of them. So I feel like really uh, having access to this support and having access to this type of people, it's really gonna guide you through what you wanna achieve at the end of this. Yeah, exactly. That's definitely true. If somebody like Maria, who didn't really have the support group, as a diversity candidate was able to achieve something like Goldman, with that support group, it becomes a lot easier and a lot more viable. And it, it really makes like the impossible seem possible. And I know Sebastian, you're a testament to that because you, you were able to shoot really high and you achieved your goal. Yeah, I completely agree. And so with that being said, I um, wanna invite everybody that's watching, um, all freshmen and sophomores, um, from any undergraduate institution to apply to our fellowship, um, which will be you know linked in the description. Um, you can also go to our website, diversifyventures.org. Um, it's open to underrepresented minorities, so Black, Latino, Native American, and women um, of any background to you know help you through this financial industry career path and you know provide you with the support and playbook that you need to to uh, succeed. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, are there any, uh, last words you guys would want to leave with the people that are watching? Um, any, uh, kind of guide or, you know, guidance or, or tips for this kind of stuff? Sure. So my last words would be to really, this is the right place to really start, uh, the career that you want to achieve. I feel like. I, I heard this the other day and it's really about looking for that exposure. And I feel like this is the right uh, institution to join to get that exposure uh, that will help you really build your brand and achieve and get to, to where you wanna be. I feel like uh, having this personal experience where I didn't have or where this group didn't exist and was not part of my, my path I feel like it would have been completely different if I had joined something like Diversified Ventures back in the day when I was starting to apply to all of these diversity programs. Because in my case, as I mentioned before, I did it all by myself. I did not have this like-minded uh, group of people that were doing the same things that I was doing. I completely relied on Google and uh, on just other clubs and campus where I was also part of. But I feel like looking for that exposure and taking that first step and joining this type of organizations are really gonna help you to reach uh, the top and reach that place where you wanna be. And I feel like 
as I mentioned before, this is the right step into achieving what you want to do and what where you want to be at the end of of the on your undergrad. So really my best advice is to look for that exposure and looking for that exposure is going to be joining Diversified Ventures. So yeah, hundred percent. We know how important it is to have a support group. We've been there, we've been through the process and we really genuinely want to provide that. I want to make sure strong candidates, strong diversity have that avenue ready. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, Maria, Carlos, thank you so much for joining us today. It was lovely having you guys on and, you know, hearing your perspectives. Thank you. Thank you, Salas. It was a pleasure. Yeah.